It's time to get away. And to help get you there, it's Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Here's the host of Travel Bags, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. Now, today I really want to talk about something that's really special to me, and that is that yesterday marked the 40th anniversary of Pan Am's last flight out of Saigon. Now, there have been so many stories written and told about the U.S. involvement in Vietnam, but there is a story that I have heard from the very beginning really of my career with Pan Am, and that was the last flight out of Saigon. And yesterday marked that day, 40 years ago. Now, during my time at Pan Am, I met Al Topping. Now, at the time, he was working as Director of Station Evaluation and Audits at our headquarters in Miami, and he was heading up a special team, and they were traveling all over the world and ensuring that the airport operations were up to par. But the highlight of his career was during his time as Station Manager of the airport in Saigon and his heroic and humanitarian act that he used to evacuate the Pan Am employees. So I want to bring him on the show. I want to jump right in because his story is so amazing, and I want all the time to be dedicated to him sharing the story. So, Al, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you very much. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Now, I know for you this every every April probably brings up memories, but with this being the 40th anniversary, can you take us back to really the days leading up to April 24th, 1975, and the U.S. was starting to pull out, North Vietnam was progressing more and more into South Vietnam. So tell us about the collapse of South Vietnam and how those days leading up to your departure were really shaped by all of those things. Okay, well, I'll tell you, Anita, first of all, I can't believe it's 40 years ago. I know. But, but when you do the math, that's what it is. <laughs> because so many, so many things happen that are still very vivid in my mind, as if, you know, as if it happened just a couple of weeks ago. But in any event, uh, I can tell you that back in probably the latter part of February of 75 and then into March, um, what happened was that the United States, uh, I guess, it had enough of Vietnam, and the Congress and everyone back here uh, decided to dramatically reduce the aid to Vietnam. I mean, we've been there for many years. Uh, half a million American troops there, billions and tens of billions of dollars in, in equipment and aid and so on, and not to mention all the lives that were lost, which you cannot put a price on, and not to mention the tens of millions of wounded. I mean, not only uh, fatalities on our side, but fatalities on the other side as well. Okay. But in any event, once this uh, this process began of, of uh, reducing the aid to Vietnam, the South Vietnamese decided that they will not be able to hold some of the territory that they've been holding for quite a while. So they started to uh, just uh, basically leave uh, some of the provinces, villages, towns, whatever, and started heading south towards Saigon. And in the meantime, the North Vietnamese Army took that opportunity to start heading south as well. And they started heading south without any any resistance whatsoever. And as I saw this unfolding, 
and I had a map in my office that I started uh, sticking pins in the map. And if you connect the dots, you could see that at some point uh, Saigon was going to be the end of a funnel and it would be all over. My biggest problem was when do we leave? Not only when do we leave and how do we leave? Because at that point, the South Vietnamese government was still in charge, even though it was uh, also collapsing to a point. So if you were a Vietnamese uh, citizen, you could not leave the country without the proper documentation. And normally to process uh, exit visas and obtain passports and so on, it could take as long as two or three months wow. to to get you know, to get the paperwork processed so you could actually leave the country. So there was no way we had uh, time to do that. So as things continued to deteriorate, um, the American embassy started putting together plans for evacuation. And the plan that they had uh, created, I was not very uh, confident that that was going to really work out. Too many things would go wrong. The plan was that at a certain point, uh, if you were uh, involved in getting out of Vietnam, you were going to be told to go to certain rooftops throughout the city mm. and wait for helicopters to uh, to evacuate you from a rooftop out to uh, a ship in the South China Sea. Well, you know, <laughs> if you can imagine, we we had. We had 61 employees, and with their families included, uh, we're looking at over 300 employees wow. and family. So can you imagine trying to organize 300-plus <laughs> of your folks to go to certain rooftops? We're talking major chaos. Now, this plan was for for everyone, so this was a plan also, too, for the South Vietnamese as well as Americans that were there to go to these right. rooftops? It was primarily for Americans and also primarily for Vietnamese that worked for the embassy, and which numbers into the thousands, actually, uh, because at one point the South Vietnamese um, American presence was massive. We had embassy, we had uh, various consulates throughout the country, so a lot of South Vietnamese uh, citizens worked for the U.S. government. And, of course, the American companies, such as Pan Am, um, if you work for Pan Am, you are some, somewhat, you know, considered to be uh, working for the U.S. government in America. Pan Am was, uh, you know, the U.S. flag carrier, basically. Exactly. So um, this was the plan. And uh, when I saw that plan, I knew that that was not going to work for us. So I had to figure out a way to uh, get our people out on a Pan Am airplane. So as I said before, the biggest challenge I had was when do we leave and how do we leave? Now let me just <laughs> remind everyone that I'm talking with Al Topping, who was the station manager in Saigon 40 years ago when the last Pan Am flight left uh, Saigon. Now, Al, I do have this question because I know there was a lot going on with the Royal Airways flight from Da Nang that came in, and there was so much chaos and so much panic around that. When you saw and heard all of that, that had to have influenced your thought process and your planning process to, to really come up with that plan. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I happened to be at the airport in Saigon that day when that flight arrived from Da Nang, and there's been a lot of 
footage on that on the news over the years. And this was a 727 aircraft, which normally maximum seating capacity was in the neighborhood of 110 or so. When World Airways landed in Da Nang, and their, the purpose of their flight to Da Nang was to evacuate women and children from Da Nang to Saigon, because at that point, Da Nang was sort of next on the list to fall. Well, the airplane landed and basically was invaded, <laughs> not mm-hmm. by women and children, but by South Vietnamese troops. And there is some just dramatic video available where you can see someone hanging off the rear stairs as the airplane took off. And the most graphic of all was um, a couple of South Vietnamese uh, troops crawled up in the wheel well while the airplane was on the ground. And when the airplane took off and the landing gear was retracted, uh, they were crushed. Uh, an awful sight, and it just shows you uh, desperation. It really does. Of, uh, it, people trying to get out of Vietnam. You're, you're so right. I mean, I've seen those pictures too, and the videos, and heard the stories as well. And it does. I mean, it just shows the desperation, the chaos, and the the panic. Just really the the emotion at that time. I have so many more questions for you. So if you can sit tight, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Now you're listening to Al Topping, former. Station manager for Pan American Railways in Saigon at the fall of Saigon. We'll be back in a few minutes. This is Travel Bags with Anita and Friends on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Yesterday, all my troubles seemed so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. 